Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The In This League Podcast Network. In this ring. In this corner. Joe Pizzapia. This corner, Tim Heaney. Gentlemen, let's go. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey, and welcome to In This Ring, the greatest wrestling podcast in the history of the universe. It's me, it's Tim Heaney, it's you, the People's Wrestling Podcast right here on the In This League radio network. We're on iHeartRadio, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher. My God, we're everywhere that you can listen to podcasts, so you should be subscribing and, uh, of course, hit us up on YouTube, too. We're starting to put clips up on YouTube of the shows. If you just need a quick hit of In This Ring, maybe you don't have a whole hour. Well, maybe you just got 10 minutes and you're, uh, you know, uh, doing some business uh, in, the, uh, <clears throat> in the office <clears throat> and you need a little uh, something to pass the time. Well, we're here for you. Tim Heaney, how the hell are you? It's a women's evolution. Woo! <laughs> nice women's, ev- women's evolution is a mystery oh, <laughs> that's the first thing i thought of uh, yes yeah, so I, and, and i saw you put it on there and i said i don't know if he's gonna say that and you didn't disappoint you said hey, it I, I i do a pretty good lemmy i'll say you that. do <laughs> oh rest in peace lemmy rest in peace <laughs> Pour right, a little so for lemmy. obviously yeah. we've got a lot to get to in the show today we've got the big announcement uh that we saw a couple days before mm-hmm. uh the actual announcement it got leaked that the all-women's pay-per-view, we're going to talk about that, break that down, all the ins and outs of that. We're going to talk about a new signing with NXT, another mm-hmm. indie star joining the ranks. Uh, recap Raw and SmackDown, give you all of the upcoming SummerSlam card matches that are, I mean, I'll tell you, they're you know not wasting any time to book these matches and start these feuds. They're certainly diving right into it. A lot to get to today. And as always, our top five, our top five women, on WWE and NXT in terms of where we think this evolution's going and who the most important characters in it are going to be. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's start with it. Now, it's funny because some folks are already starting to hit WWE and saying, well, other promotions have had all-women events, all-women wrestling, all that stuff. And, and yes, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But this is the big time, and this is the big company, and I think that it is very important. And I can tell you, as a dad sitting there with two little daughters watching the show, almost six and now eight years old, they were just Grinch-like smiles on their faces as all of this was going on, as Triple H was talking about how important the women were to the roster, and then Stephanie took the mic and did her spiel. And you could tell it's really heartfelt. I mean, they really connected to this, this movement in the upper management, and I think it's paid off, and I'm, it, it is a great thing. It's a great thing for the business it's a great thing that it's happening on the main roster so even if it's something that's happened in other promotions yeah that's fine but it's it's about when jackie robinson makes it to the big leagues you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. it's great that there was negro league baseball and it was great that there were other you know independent baseball leagues where you had mixed race players playing and all that stuff and you had other evolutions over time in the world of sports and this is a big evolution in the world of sports entertainment and i don't think it should be glossed over so tim 
I think this is a great idea. I think this is an easy watch. I think that they've earned it. And I don't think this is also one of those things where it's, well, uh, the greatest Royal Rumble, there were no women allowed. So this is just there to throw them a bone to make up for that because they were irritated about that. I think this is a legit and I think the perfect timing for it. And I'm excited to watch it. How about you? What was your take on this Evolution PPV? Oh, sure. Uh, I, I think that, you know, there were detractors that said, oh, this is just uh, an appeasement for what happened when Saudi Arabia and all that stuff. But they've been working toward this for years. This is not a out-of-the-blue decision. You know, of course, they built up the roster like this over, say, the last five or so years, more than that, to really kind of have this um, th- this cache of, of ridiculously good-performing women. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it, – I, I can't say anything bad about what's going on. The idea is nice. It's a – it's going to be a nice showcase for a lot of the up-and-comers that people might not know about besides the four horsewomen. Uh, yeah, it, I don't see how it's a bad thing. I, 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 I find it funny that people do want to kind of say, oh, but, you know, Shimmer was a, a, a promotion that was only women, blah, 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 just to compare. Just just celebrate it. It's a good thing. Well, Let's, so was Glow in the 80s. Right, I mean, come exactly. on. You know, right. I remember Matilda the Hun and all that stuff as a kid. I remember it very <laughs> well, damn it. Uh, why Nassau Coliseum, Tim? That's my question. That's of the all market the- that'll embrace it, one of them. That's, really? Uh, well, I mean, of all I, the dumps in all the United States <laughs> in terms of arenas, I mean, you're, you know, you're familiar with that arena. I know. I mean, it's, I, it's, I am, and I know they've done some improvements over it lately. Mm-hmm. Correct? If I'm not, I ha- I'm not mistaken, they did I do actually, a redo. I actually haven't been since the redo, uh, but you know, it's 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 got a big place in the history of wrestling. I think. Oh, so you know. oh, absolutely. So. Historically, it does. I just, you know, it's like, here's this great, shiny, awesome new thing, and let's stick it in a hole. Let's stick it in, in a in terrible U- hole of an arena. But, I mean, In maybe, Uniondale. <laughs> well, in Uniondale, right. <laughs> you know, and, and granted, you know, that building will sell out in a second for this. There's no doubt about sure. that in my mind. And it's close enough to New York and all and all that where, you know, obviously, to mm. the city, we're going to get a lot of people coming over, and a lot of Jersey people will come over, uh. too. But I just don't – yeah, I know. There's other well, Long Island people love more than us Jersey people coming over. We know that. Well, well, there's no public transportation that gets in Nassau Coliseum besides like right. a bus. And, it's, and, that's, and that's why yeah. the Islanders left, and that's why they've had such yeah. a difficult time. Now, look, as anyway, part of trying to get more people in the new building or the redone building, this is a great event for that. So, yeah. I mean, hell, I saw WrestleMania three close circuit TV in Nassau Coliseum. So mm-hmm. I watched Andre the Giant get body slammed by Hulk Hogan, and I watched Macho Man Steamboat in that building. So, you know, as a kid, and I remember it like it was yesterday. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's just it's kind of a curious, but I guess you make a good point from historical vantage point and maybe from the refacing of that arena, trying to rebrand it as a place worth going to, maybe this is a good one. It's where I saw my first live event. Really? So, yeah. Nice. Um, Undertaker versus Sid Justice was the was the Sid headliner. Justice, the great promo that uh, is Sid Justice, the high flying Sid Justice. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh it never you, gets you, old. You, you got a leg up on that joke, on me. Oh god, you crack me up, man. You crack me up. Uh, let's talk a little. Let's bit. break away from that. Let's talk. <laughs> so, um, there also was a lot of buzz about the the tag title possibility of a rumors. women's rumors yeah. there's rumors hit the rumor mill i love rumors facts can be so misleading were rumors true or false are often revealing there was a rumor going around that uh there's going to be a tag team championship for the women which i also think long overdue and i think it should float between the two shows that way you get little cross exposure it's fun you know let it float back and forth either monthly or weekly i don't care I mean, however you want to do it let them sh- let that be a floating title there's nothing wrong with that i think that's actually cool and i think it's the easiest one to do it with because of the way the roster is 
And also, you've also brought a lot of factions oh. of women. So it's clear that they're going in this direction. Now, they haven't announced it yet, but to me, this is something that gets announced in the end of the you know, summer, early yeah. fall into it. And I think you have a tournament to set it up, you know, if you have the two championships, or it becomes part of that pay-per-view in the first hour, perhaps. Uh, yeah, I'm actually just reading a little bit more on it. It says that Newsweek, how much, how much everyone you want to trust them with that, and Sky Sports have said, Steph said they're not going to add the women's titles uh, at this point. So who knows if that's Yeah, well, I don't believe but... any McMahon. You, no one should believe K- a McMahon ever. Kayfabe, kayfabe. <laughs> that's right. We're not, we're not going to add them yet. Look, they should. Right. It's, it's kind they of should. silly not to. Um, and, and it, it totally works. And like you said, too, you know, putting the finals of the May Young Classic in there mm-hmm. as well, that's going to be fantastic. That's a big deal. May yeah. Young Classic was great last year, and it was a great mm-hmm. final last year with Kyrie and Shayna Baszler, and both of them have done very well in NXT. And this is a big deal. And as I stated earlier, it's, you know, if you're just a dude who likes wrestling and <laughs> whatever it is, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's fun, it's a big deal for you, but it's a bigger deal to the younger fan base and the younger female fan base and i figured you know since we have a running bit here on the show now that we might as well use them and yeah you know they're off from school and they've got nothing else to do we might as well put these children to work so here's my kids the little girls six and eight with their take on the women's evolution pay-per-view in a little segment we like to call one two three kids one two three kids one two three Welcome everybody to everyone's favorite segment, One, Two, Three Kids, where we get the kids' reaction to what's going on in the world of wrestling. Uh, Lou, Mick, welcome to the show. Lou, let's start with you. Uh, tell everyone again how old you are. I'm eight. You're eight years old. Okay, now what was your reaction to the news when you saw the other night on the all-women's, no men, no boys, all-women's pay-per-view in WWE? What was your reaction? Um, I think I was really excited and happy i think that it's very cool that the women get their own pay-per-view okay that was very cool and do you, do you think that they've earned it do you think that they deserve it yes now do you think that you're gonna miss any of the male wrestlers at that event or you're cool with it just being just the women cool with it just being the women okay very good and let's talk with uh, our six-year-old almost right how old are you right now five five and what's your name Michaela. Okay, and you're going to be six pretty soon, right? Yes. All right, so let's talk to you and get your reaction. How did you feel when you heard this news when Triple H and Stephanie came out there and said, we're going to have all women's pay-per-view? What did you want to do? What, what did that make you feel like? Um, really excited and happy. Mm-hmm. Who are you most excited to see on a women's pay-per-view? Who's your favorite women's wrestler? Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. How about you, Lou? How, who's your favorite female wrestler right now? Um, the first one that pops in your head, you say, I want to see this person on that event. Who's your number one? I want to see Peyton and Billy. Peyton and Billy. You are really into the Iconics. You like them, don't you? They're kind of the mean girls of WWE. All right, let's talk about this, too. Uh, is it time for a tag team women's belt? I think so. Tim thinks, though. What do you think, Lou? Uh-huh. Yeah, and who would you like to be women's tag team champion? Um, pe- uh, no. Um, oh, it's not Peyton and Billy? Wait a minute. You can't like Peyton and Billy and then not want them to be tag champs, can you? No, I just want to see 
season. Okay, who do you want to be tag team champions? Who's your best duo that you like together the most? Mandy and Sonya. Mandy and Sonya. That's a good one. That's a good one. How about you? Who do you want to see be tag team champions together? Bailey and Sasha. Bailey and Sasha. Well, on that note, too, Bailey and Sasha have been fighting. They've been going through counseling for a long time. How do you feel? Let's start with you, Miss Five-Year-Old. How do you feel about them making up now and being friends again? Um, I feel um, really good. You feel good about it? You mm. like when they're friends? Yes. Don't you think it would be more interesting if they were fighting each other instead of friends? Kind of. Kind of? Okay, so do you think that they're going to be friends forever? Or you think they're going to eventually fight each other? Eventually f- fight each other. You think so? How about you? Do you think this is going to last? Do you think this new friendship thing is going to last with Sasha and Bailey Lou, or you think it's going to go south? I think it might last for a little while, like maybe a year, and then they'll um, not be friends anymore. Okay, and who would you want to win that match between the two of them? Bailey. Sasha. My God, we're split here. The drama continues. All right, very good. Uh, We've got SummerSlam coming up. Uh, Are you ladies excited about SummerSlam? Yes. Okay, very good. And we will, of course, talk to you about a little preview action on SummerSlam when we get closer to that. I want to thank you ladies for joining the show and giving us your opinions. All Women's Pay-Per-View, what's the snack you're going to have while you're watching that? I know you're big on snacks. What's the big go-to snack? Skittles. Skittles. What about you? What's your go-to women's pay-per-view snack? Is it popcorn? Is it candy? Is it cookies? Cotton candy. Cotton? You can't get cotton candy at the house. That's impossible. What, what do I look like? A circus? I want you to make cotton candy. You can't make cotton candy. You have to go make out for that kind of candy. stuff. All right, that's enough. You've heard it here. One, two, three, kids. I'm tapping out. Let's get back to ringside. The always uh, opinionated Pisa Pia children. They uh, <laughs> they never they never <laughs> they never fail to have opinions on things. That's for damn sure. They wouldn't be your kids if they didn't. So. Uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and and uh, there was some there was some tension uh, the other night watching Raw because the uh, the Dolph and Seth thing. One was very pro Seth. One was very pro Dolph. There. So we're you Ooh. know the little one's gone full heel. I mean she's just. <laughs> She's just, she's embraced it. I'm waiting for her, you know, just one breakfast to come out with a chair and just hit the other one. I'm sure it's going to happen at some point. Was she the one that was rooting for Sasha over Bailey all that time? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. There you go. <laughs> well, they, they actually kind of both were feeling that, you know. I right. think they were just kind of, you know, that's the thing, you know, as great as Bailey is, is that pure, you know, yay, mm-hmm. Bailey, I'm a hugger, whatever. There's something, you know, that, that only goes so far, you know. Right. You know, well, they're always going to go for mm-hmm. the girl who's got the better outfit. <laughs> or just like, that'll be sasha know, most of the time yeah, yeah, the, so. the better persona man it's just gonna be what it's it's gonna happen but look mm-hmm. they're um it's it's very exciting for them they were very it's excited stuff, for yeah. it and i tell you i i i specifically because i knew what the announcement was going to be i watched them watch it and to mm-hmm. watch their faces when they were watching it and they were like wow like you could see that kind of like an amazement and like a joy and that's and that's really cool and that's something that you know we we will kill the company for certain things and we will applaud the company for certain things because we're an honest program and we're beholden to no one because we see not a dime from this. <laughs> Someday, Tim Heaney, I want to be beholden where we become company men. That's our dream. 
Yes. You, you want to you wanna nibble at the teat of the WWE. I want yeah. Whatever teat's going to fill our, <laughs> our coffers, that's the teat I want to get to. All right, let's talk about the big anyway, uh, indie for, signing. Yeah, nice transition here. Matt from, Riddle. From, from women to bro. To bro, to bro, Matt dude, Riddle. Dude. The surfer dude looking, former MMA star Matt Riddle with his bro dude stuff. I mean, the barefoot guy. Let, let's, mm-hmm. let's say this about Matt Riddle. If they let him be him... This is a fun signing. I mean, we already know in-ring what he can do. Mm. Now, the question is, we know what this means is the WWE sees all in and Ring of Honor and all that stuff happening in New Japan, and they're trying to you know, scoop up all the indie darlings. Now, whether they're going to use them or just catch and uh, release them, <laughs> to, to uh, <laughs> not coin the phrase, it's very popular nowadays with a lot of the news coverage. I wonder, do you think this is a signing with intent of really pushing and using or just to keep him out of somewhere else? Well, here's the thing. The more I look into it, he's actually the champion of Evolve right now. And I think WWE has a partnership with them. So I think it's definitely a case where they, they can bring him over to NXT as at least a part-timer in those cases and like have him make a couple of appearances here. But I think he'll, if that's the case, I think he'll prove to them that he's a little bit more than that. Of course, he has the MMA background. And that's, of course, as we've seen with, with, with Shayna and Ronda, They've been wanting to, to to get those types of talents in, and you know Riddle Riddle can work, man. He's 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 got a great uh, motor, great work rate, jujitsu background, and you know crazy crazy type of profile to build on. And the character, of course, as you said, is just something fun, something different. Um, people wonder if you know the whole pot smoking thing will be an issue <laughs> if you can if you can curb that, I guess, with Triple H uh, under over his watch. But yeah, it's a Great name, great signing. Uh, oh, weed is legal 32, in so many places. So, I mean, yeah, come on. Well, well, that's the other thing, too. Now that he's 32, this is kind of his moment to cash yeah, in. Yeah, of course. You know, I feel like all those indie guys, once they hit 30, they're like, all right, if I don't cash in now, you know, right. I got to make sure that I take care of myself in the long run because, you know, what's the point? I mean, it's one thing to be an indie darling and all that stuff. At a certain point, you got to get paid, man. It's oh, like, us. All, like right now, yeah. this is our indie darling stage. Of course. You know, that's how yeah. I look at this. Yeah, we, we're doing the stuff like yeah like Cornette would say yeah and then but we'll yeah. sell out and everyone will crap on us and say we suck and that's all right because we'll hey. be on vacation somewhere exactly uh and riddle was on the ultimate fighter so he has a little bit of that acting-y type of experience too so yes so, acting-y yeah. that's a that's a <laughs> that's a, a technical, technical term, term. <laughs> yeah the acting we pros say that very yeah. pros. so uh we'll see how matt riddle goes in there again i i say the the more they try to enhance him instead of change him uh mm-hmm. the better off they'll be they have a checkered past with guys who aren't their own. You know, <laughs> we all know that. Uh, and their abilities uh, to go through. And, and it's funny, when I saw Vince at the top of Raw, too, all I kept thinking was, gosh, you know, he's really getting up there. And I, I really, I'm, I'm waiting for the day where he just kind of really relinquishes and, and gives over. And I don't know if that's ever going to be, like, it might be when he dies. Like, it might not be ever where he gives up that kind of control. Or maybe it gets to a point where he's just not physically able to do anything. But yeah. I, I just, you know, I, I I'm, I don't wish ill on the man at all, mm-hmm. but I'm really curious and anxious and excited to see what this company looks like when he is no longer the last guy to run everything by. Yeah, I, I think that he's earned the right to say when he wants to be done, but I think you and I agree that, you know, that's, 
they're moving in a direction where it could be good if Vince does let Triple H do most of the work because Triple H is so good at this stuff. And, and, and you look at what, what they've done at NXT and, and the, the style and feel of that show, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's been terrific. And you got Aleister Black and Ciampa tonight on NXT, too. That's going to be... Oh, my goodness. That's going to be terrific right there. <laughs> now, is that going to be taking them into TakeOver, you think? Is that the... They got, three gonna... more, they got three more taped shows left, and something huge does happen was a, as a spoiler happens. So I don't know if this is going to be tonight or something else, but... Um, yeah, they got, they just taped all the stuff leading up to take over. So yeah, that's going to be, be a big must watch. I'll tell you oh right now. Oh my goodness. I'm going to be, I'm going to be at a soccer game tonight. I got to watch on my phone. So nice. Are you going to be at uh, flex draft two in August for, uh, for football? I am. Yeah. Good. So we'll see EY there. I know he's going to be there for that too. So oh, nice. Yeah. That's Cause awesome. I talked to him the other day, so he's going to be there. So we're going to have a little fantasy football. I get to finally meet wrestling. him. You've never met Eric? I talked to him on social media through Rotowire. Oh, no. Yeah, he's good dude, man. Good people. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. Good people. And avid black book reader. Uh, one of, of course. Uh, yeah. which, is, which is great. For those of you who don't know, it's, it's our <laughs> book. The, the cross promotion. Number one cross promotion, number one <laughs> fantasy football black book on Amazon. Ooh. We're actually number two in football books. Not, we're number one in fantasy sports, as always, but number mm. two in all football books. So Nick Foles. Your Cinderella story comes to an end today, my friend. We're, I mean, that's a big deal. Number two in all football is that's pretty, huge. pretty huge right there. But yeah, he um he was one of the first guys of note to really like retweet and say like this book is great. I love it. and I was like and as I wasn't quite into wrestling as much as I had been, you know, back in college and stuff. And about five years ago, I was like, who's that dude? <laughs> I was like, why does he have two hundred thousand Twitter followers? Right. Like, oh, I see, that's cool. And then he started calling my show on Sirius. When I used to, mm-hmm. and I was like, awesome, yeah, put him through, put him through. I want to talk to this guy. He's awesome. Uh, yeah, so, he's one. He's one of the friends of the show without knowing he's a great big big friend of the show. But, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, well, well he, I asked him to come on right away, and he's yeah. like, you know, you can't, can't come on yeah. because of uh, everything's got to get approved and all that nonsense of everything. So, you know, but well, we should get Stone Cold on. Why don't we call him? I'll call oh, him easy, Austin. easy. Yeah, I bet he totally would come on. Like he's the kind of guy that would come on and be like yeah i want to come on and talk wrestling with you idiots like he'd be great i think it'd be fantastic i'd love of to course. see him on all right let's get soon to enough, let's, soon enough. <laughs> soon enough. let's start with raw and of course we'll start with the big headline which is roman reigns the he guy def- with the title shots <laughs> roman reigns the guy who uh i, I don't know I, I should rhyme something there and i didn't. something gots i don't know <laughs> yeah what rhymes better than simon gotch i don't know <laughs> There you go. You walked into it. He's better than Simon Gotch. Wow. Well done. And I like there. Simon Gotch too, but yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, they're the one guy. Uh, so he defeats Bobby Lashley to get the number one contendership. Um, see, you, you think the fans hated it. I went back specifically to watch it, and I don't think they hated it. I mean, they, online. Online, because that's what they do. Oh, well, everybody online hates everything because they're all cowards. But in the building is what I care about. I don't care about online. Online's a bunch of a bunch of trolls and, and morons mm-hmm. who are just going to, they're, they're happy to be malcontented and that's stupid. Sure. So, but I, the crowd reaction I thought was actually positive. It was pretty good. I watched it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was not bad. Yeah. So, I watched I thought, it back I, I, to make sure. <laughs> Cause I was like, all right, what was it really? And I watched people and who was standing up and applauding and who was booing and who was sitting on their hands. Mm-hmm. And I would say it was a good 80% were very pleased with this. And that's a, that's a high number when it comes to Roman Reigns' victories. The best mm-hmm. thing they could have done, and I said it a couple weeks ago when we recapped Extreme Rules, was Roman needed to take a loss. The, sure. the, the humanization of Roman Reigns needed to happen a little bit. And they've been doing that. You know, he's lost a bunch, and then he's, he's lost to Bobby Lashley and everything. It's not this so like impervious Roman Reigns until he gets to Brock Lesnar every time, and then he loses to Brock Lesnar. Uh, Look, it's time. 
Uh, I'm excited about it. I will be in the building. And I promise you, Tim Heaney, I will stand up and applaud when Roman Reigns takes that damn belt off Brock Lesnar in a couple weeks. I will be there, and I will be happy about it. And then when Braun Strowman cashes it on him, probably. Um, That's fine, and that's fine if that's what it is. Well, or if Kevin Owens wins and Kevin Owens cashes in on him, how great would that be? Yeah, maybe. That would would be a nice turn. I I wouldn't mind that. (laughs) All right, before we get into that Anyway, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to go on. Well, we'll yeah, a lot lot more there, but uh, sticking with the hashtag Lashley is Poochie. Uh, is he officially irrelevant to Meany? No, I meant I meant is is the hashtag officially irrelevant because he's been good. I uh, mean, he's been good in the better. ring. Better, better, I'll better. Say better. And, and here you go. Like here we go. Everybody wants to crap on Roman Reigns, right? Okay, everybody. Blah blah blah. Meanwhile, what's the best you Roman uh, Bobby Lashley matches so far? Of course, Roman Reigns. Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns is, is a great ring worker, and I'm going to say it again because I don't know why people don't yeah. say it. Yeah, so. does he have limited offense? Sure. But at this point, does Finn Balor do the same six yes. moves every time? Yes. <laughs> so don't, you know, stop it. All of you, all you freaking bullet club nut jobs who, you know, see no wrong in anybody uh, in that group, they do the same six moves every time. Okay? Mm-hmm. So don't tell me that Finn, and I love Finn, and I'm not hating on Finn at all, but you can't, you can't use that as your crutch about why you hate Roman Reigns. And then Guys, turn around and be like, yeah, and Finn Balor gets overlooked. Like, shut up. It's, it's, it's right tied to each other. Roman beautifully worked this match. He sold to Lashley, made Lashley look like a monster most of the time. And it's believable because Lashley looks like one. And it, it, Roman knows what to do in the ring to sell and to, and to tell a story. I don't get why people don't see that. He had good matches with Bray Wyatt earlier in the year. He's had some really good matches. I, look, yeah. I understand. And you know what? This is an easy fix for Roman, too. What mm-hmm. Roman should do is... Be, Add three new things to the repertoire, and that's enough to, to like surprise everybody. Learn a couple of new things because right. you're working with some great people out there. And you got Kurt Angle out with you every night. Mm-hmm. Go talk to Kurt Angle about a couple of things that you could do that are in your wheelhouse physically that will show out a little bit. I mean, he's a big, strong guy. He's got all sorts of, uh, of potential athletically. Throw in a, a, a three or four new moves into the offensive repertoire. Don't do them every time. Do one or two every match, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, now you're opening eyes again. But I just, I hate that crutch. It drives me nuts. I got the same, you know, whatever move. Shut up. I mean, so does, I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, and I love Finn Bauer, but geez, man, holy crap, man. It's the same five things every time. And you know what? And I know Seth has more than this, but he does have the same high spots. It's just a high spot hitting. It's not a limited moveset type of thing. Yeah, well, but Seth so. hits his high spots, but the thing with Seth is, too, Seth does so many things in between that are so good that it right. doesn't well, matter. Right, yeah. well, Of course, you know, but Ro- he, Roman plays the more plotting, a little bit, little, little strongman type of thing between. So it's Yeah, and you know what? He plays yeah. the crowd a little bit more, too. Uh-huh. He's, he soaks it all in a little bit, which is what I want. That's what I want mm-hmm. him to do. All right, right, there's my Roman Reigns rant for the day. So, uh, I don't so, know. Do, do we have to retire Lashley as Poochie? I don't know. No, Maybe, no. Let's, let's keep, keep it going. going. It, it, he's getting going. better, but... Unless he see. gets sent to the... Uh, <laughs> to, where does he go? To outer space for... I forget. Where oh, they back to his home planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, the Poochie died on the way back to his home planet. So. Uh, by the way, the ratings were uh, up, I believe, as well. From uh, two weeks. I don't know what last week, this past one was, but uh, they went... July 9th was 2.4 and July 16th was 2.8. So clearly going in the right direction. As I told everybody, the overreaction to that around the holiday was just stupid. I don't and plus moving towards SummerSlam, people are going to start catching up. Yeah, man. I mean, come on, man. All right. So let's anyway. get to uh, the women too. Let's talk about Sasha and Bailey. Uh, everybody made up. 
that was sort of i mean it seemed like it seemed like they did everyone you know my my children also liked that they did enjoy that they were all happy and together again and all that Mm -hmm. stuff so i guess uh and to me this is the perfect setup for the tag champion situation sure you know so you're putting them back together why uh, I don't mm-hmm. trust any McMahon. So uh, that's, that's that. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Drew and Seth here too. Uh, the Drew and Seth, Finn, Seth, Drew, Dolph, yeah. uh, all of that, <laughs> all that combination lover, yeah. of stuff. And can I, can I say this too? Drew McIntyre is a great example of how you can evolve and add more moves into your repertoire. Well, he's, you know, he's, he's just a freak. So, yeah. I mean, he's done some <laughs> stuff in the last couple outings where, Mm-hmm. I'm just astounded by him. And if it's going to be him and Finn at at SummerSlam, sign me up for that. Like, sign me up for him. Oh, and I was hoping it was going to be him and Seth, and it was going to be Finn and Dolph, personally. I thought that mm-hmm. was a better way to go. Right, to switch it up a little bit and keep yeah. the score. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with it either way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's perfectly fine. So maybe, maybe they won't count down after every, you know, big move this time. <sighs> well, look, I, <laughs> you know, that was, that was frustrating. But I think what this clearly sets up is a Dean heel turn to show up at SummerSlam. Oh, and for sure. Screw Seth mm-hmm. out of the title, and then they're going to branch off that. And Been maybe for that. <laughs> maybe Dean's the third guy in this group with Dolph and, and Drew. I mean, that would be. That's what, yeah. We've been saying that for a little bit, hopefully. I would, that would not be bad. That would not mm-hmm. suck. But, I, I mean, I really want to highlight McIntyre here because some of the offense of that match, you know, not just for a guy his size, but some of the creativity, some of the stuff there, it's, it's great to watch. I mean, he, a big man who's doing the, the kind of things he does. When he does the big suicide dive flying over the top rope, that was astounding yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm equally astounded by the small in-ring technician stuff that he's been doing, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it just shows you you can get better. You can improve. He is not the same guy he was 10 years ago. Whereas Bobby Lashley, you know, eh, for the most part, he is, I think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, Drew's had the experience. He's had the, the failed attempt at WWE. He's learned, his, learned what he, he's had to do to change things. He's, he's, he's built himself up a bit more physically. And, you know, the, I, I, I won't forget a couple weeks ago on Raw that, um, with that when he was hanging like Tree of Woe style and then he kind of flipped Seth over. Mm-hmm. That's like that was oh, insane. Yeah. It's it's kind of what you're talking about. So yeah, yeah, that was the exact move that I was talking. About. I was like, that yeah. is freaking awesome. Like I, that yeah, was that he's was innovative, man. He's I wanted to stand up and applaud for that one. Uh, the B team <laughs> continue their reign of terror on that tag team division. That's a word for it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I like. It. I feel like they can play it even more. You know, I feel like Curtis Axel can go even further. John C. Riley with this, <laughs> like I really want him to do it. And just, I feel like they're right there, and I just want to just give him that extra you know, extra notch, a little, little push. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be great. So hopefully that'll be uh, what happens there. But look, um, uh, it's positive. Um, now, as far mm-hmm. as SummerSlam, do, have, uh, maybe I missed something. They don't have a, a specific setup I, yet, I, right? I don't think so, but I think it, I would imagine it's the Revival or someone similar. Uh, I don't know. But, you but know what? Did, if they want the B team to be the faces, then it has to be. That, then the Revival that, is the right way to go. That's what I'm saying. And, and, you know, you can go against the goofiness versus the traditionalist wrestling type. I think that could actually play well if you do it right, but we'll see. I like the stipulation about the whole Braun Strowman uh, KO part two with yeah. if Kevin Owens wins, he wins the money in the bank. I I don't know if they want to get rid of all those monster in the bank t-shirts or not, but that's, that's the only thing from a merch perspective. That's what gives me pause about this match. Right. So, I mean, that would be fun too. If Kevin Owens somehow won that match, 
mm-hmm. and then came out and you know <laughs> came on, took that belt away and became champ again. I, I don't I don't think that would happen. I don't think the company is. It, it seemed like there was a lot of negative stuff for Kevin Owens. He's just coming out of it now, so I don't think yeah. they're going to go that route. It's probably going to be a Braun victory, but but we all know you know you never can trust a McMahon, so you never know it's going to go on. That's the theme of today's show. Uh, you had Mickey James versus Natalia, which is certainly one that was. Uh, you know, your your classic two people who know what they're doing. Uh, good mm-hmm. to see, and I thought that was a a very specific highlight of of two women who were the bridge between the whole divas thing and the women's evolution. Yeah, and, uh, for sure, and a really nice way to to pay a little tribute to them. I thought that was a classy thing to do. Uh, Authors of yeah. pain. Oh God! Told you, man. It's it's never gonna happen. It's just not going to happen. I mean, t- come at come at me. Tell me, tell me mm. I'm I'm wrong to convince no, I, me otherwise. I, w- I wish I could. Uh, having them talk for one is is just bad. Uh. <laughs> but why not give them a manager? You've got all this talent sitting. They had around. one, but I mean, well, he didn't want to travel because he's old, and I don't no, blame I, Paul. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying that that was what kind of was holding them up for a while, having that guy, and then. But if that's what's holding them up, can't we all recognize that it's not going to work on their own? So they need a manager. I agree. Believe me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. Who would you stick just... with him? Who would you stick with him? <sighs> Who would I stick with him? Who's an out-of-work personality uh, <laughs> that you could stick back and everybody would be happy I'm... for them, you know, to be working and being a part of everything? <laughs> It'd be funny if they did, like, a Kurt Hawkins comedy thing with them or something. But I'm trying to think of, like, who they could actually – who's – like, they don't, they don't have that type of person anymore, really. Well, that's a problem because it, the more you that... take personalities out of wrestling, the more you – you know, you make you make it more imperative that the talent have personality, and not all the right. talent's going to have personality. Someone's going to need a Paul Heyman once in a while, but right. you, you know, you keep taking these guys out, and it's kind of like, well, you know, who, who are you going to stick in there? I mean, they used to have the Jim Cornette who just floated between teams and the Harvey Whippleman's that sort of thing, the actual manager valet types, and you know, we don't really have that guy as much anymore. So, yeah, David Otunga, I mean, he's like just doing nothing. Uh, no, nah, it can't be him. A, he's on the broadcast. I'm saying it's like now. a weird. Yeah. It's a weird assortment. There's a people. void. There's a void in the industry on yeah. the, on the main. You know, it's me. I, I it just all right. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll okay. do it. I can do it. I can get them over. I can get authors of pain over. I know that I can. I will cut good promos on every other team, and I'll just have those guys do out go out and do my dirty work for me, and I'll just <laughs> laugh maniacally, and it'll all work. <laughs> I could totally do it. Uh, Mojo Rawley once again pounds on Tyler Breeze. I don't know what we're trying to prove here. If I'm Tyler Breeze, I'm just I'm just sad. <laughs> poor tyler breeze because he's yeah. talented and it's just I, and he's yep. talented and he's an, an entertaining and i just want him to like not get his ass kicked on a weekly basis I don't have him win a have him win a solo match pretty convincingly come on god I mean, we're moving to 205 live and let him be part of that yeah. i mean that's moving up anyway uh yeah. ember moon defeats Liv morgan uh no sarah logan thank god that was that was the most enjoyable part of that match for sure uh, but overall, a good Raw, I would say. I would say a better SmackDown. Uh, much better SmackDown. Yeah. Much better SmackDown. We'll get to that when we come back. So we're going to hit a break. And when Tim and I come back, we're going to talk about more SummerSlam setups, some surprises, and what Randy Orton is really thinking. Oh, my goodness. Right here yeah. on In This Ring. We'll be right back right after this. In this ring.
All right, welcome back, everybody, in this ring. Joe Pizzapia, Tim Heaney, talking wrestling with you. And uh, let's start at the top of the show for SmackDown. You had the Viper returning. I loved the promo. I, I did. I thought Great it was, promo. Great I thought promo. It was terrific. And, and mm-hmm. for you and I both to be so emphatically happy about it says a lot because I think sometimes one of us is kind of mad about something. So we're in lockstep, so it must be good. <laughs> I mean, I think he looks refreshed. He kind of looked like he was tired and kind of wary of things back in the day, and he took the break with the injury, and I think he had some personal stuff. He had some vacation time or something, and he looks like he's ready to go again. He looks like he's, you know, badass heel Randy Orton again. And And after the ear play. And refresh from him too, I would (laughs) say, right? I think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah, the ear play with Jeff Hardy. (laughs) That was such a – oh, God. Yeah, that was great. I thought that was awesome. I'm looking forward to what's next. I think he's going to have a nice little refreshed run to his career here. There was a part of me that was wondering, is he going to be the guy for AJ? And we'll get to that later. I, mm. There was a moment that I was sitting there going, wow, maybe maybe AJ and, and Randy, maybe they're just going to skyrocket him right back to the top. Because after that promo, I'd be fine. With, I would have been fine with that. I totally would have signed up for that. Great character development. I, yeah. I, think, I think they nailed it. And, he and this and this goes back to the same thing. I mean, you know, people don't appreciate this guy's been in the company 16 years. It was the right point of view to go from legend killer to legend. That's a great segue. I love that. And I, I love it. Was, so it was really some solid writing there, but more so the solid delivery of it. And this is why I always tell you, this is the difference between guys like Randy Orton and other people. Randy Orton can go out there in the middle of that ring with a microphone. And when given the right material, he can sell it and he can mm-hmm. make it work, and you make it believable, and, and, and that's what it's about. It's about truth and honesty. And he, I think the crowd was burnt out on that. I think everybody was burnt out. What do we do with Randy Orton? Where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Take a break. Come back. And, and it kind of has worked with Dolph, too. Dolph came back a little too quick for my taste. Sure. Um, but this shows uh, that it's a good thing to give a guy off you know, a season. Like, give somebody right. off the summer. Or give them the fall. And they have them come back and it's like, whoa, and everyone gets excited. And, you know, it's it's like everything. Everybody needs a break sometimes. And as great as he is, it's – now, do you think that they run this Jeff Hardy feud through SummerSlam? I'm guessing that's where they're going now. It's it's kind of too short term to not to do something else and have it be logical. So, yeah, I I think they'll have a good match. You know, Wait a minute. Are you looking for logic here? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. But, uh, I mean, SmackDown's not the show to to bag on about that, though. No, it's true. It's it's, This is – I trust this one more. So. <laughs> this is very true. But I, right. I, I think it was nice to put mystery in with the attack to, to see his motivations. And then, I mean, the great promo. I love the little too sweet jab, too. That was nice. Oh, God. So, that was great. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff was yeah. – it was just money, man. The whole thing money. was money. It was, it was a great job there uh, by, by, the, by the creative team. You know, again, yep. we bash creative sometimes. And other times, it's, it's very good. Um, moving on there, Cian Almas and uh, oh. Rusev. <laughs> Uh, I keep saying it right now. Cena almost is ready for the big time. Let's move him to the big time. They're going to slow play him a little bit, but please, for the love of God, give him a main match on SummerSlam. Come on, please. I think he's in the title picture within months. I do. I think by the time we get to Survivor Series, I think he's in the the U.S. Championship at least. If not Royal Rumble, but I think think you're right about Survivor Series. I I think he's got the trajectory. He's got the skill. He's got Selena as a great foil and manager the oh, act she's works. Great. it works it works oh when yeah. he when he catches himself on the ropes and then they yes. stay tranquilo <laughs> together god you know i want to find someone i can tranquilo with for the rest of my life that's find that's what some, i'm 
Find someone who tranquilos with you like Zelina's tranquilos with Sienna. I just like to tranquilo with her if that's all right. I just, you know. She, she is uh, she's just a saying. Good, she's, a, she's a great presence. Yeah. <laughs> she certainly is a great presence. Well put. Uh, then you have the Rusev uh, drama. Drama in Rusev Day, Trouble in Paradise between Lana, who sometimes sounds like she's Russian, sometimes doesn't now. Um, I don't know what that's all about. Like she says certain words with an accent and the rest of the time she's just talking normal and then she's popping and locking when she comes out. It's the whole thing is just I I'm completely popping and locking. She does, she does that weird, I know what like, they are and stuff. I know. Yeah, I she does that kind of weird dance now when she comes out. Oh, I'm just like, what is going on? It's, the dance off was two months ago. Stop. Um anyway, but Aiden English and all that, this is this just reeks of they, they think they've maxed out with Rusev and they're probably right. I I hate to say it, and I know I'm going to catch slack for it, but I think it's time. I'm, I'm, I'm over Rusev Day. It was fun while it lasted, but I'm, I'm over it. Maybe I'm the first to be over it, but you're all going to get here eventually. Are you over Rusev Day? I, I think you can get a couple more months out of it, but yeah, I, I think because they pushed him to the title picture so quickly, it's like, all right, now what does Rusev Day do and what's it about? You know? so you, well, they push you, him in and out of it. Kind of, yeah, that's true. But you know? I, I, I'm sort of with you. I, I think that Rusev, you know, they, they, they kind of squeeze most of the juice out of it. Yeah, I, I think it's done. I, I think it's been a good gimmick. It's been fun. And now it's time for Rusev to do something else. I don't know what that's going to be, but we'll see. I mean, you know. Good, yeah, good, good match, though. So Yeah, it was a good. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, almost everything he touches turns to gold, in my opinion. So, I mean. <laughs> like his wardrobe. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and you know what? Prove me wrong. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Go, go find me the bad scene almost match in the last mm-hmm. year. Because I, I, I'm hard-pressed to think of one off the top of my head because the NXT stuff was great. So far, everything he's done here has been great. Uh, sorry, it's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Ellsworth got fired. I am assuming that's not going to last very long because um, unless you want James Ellsworth to go manage the Authors of Pain, which would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's the one. Um, good, good little segment. Uh, you know, the, the, the good callback to the Styles Ellsworth history there. Um, you know, Paige, Paige is just great as a GM too. I think she made the whole thing just work a little bit better. Her, her. She's so much better as GM than she is in the ring. And I don't care if that's a popular take or not. It's my hot take and I'm sticking Paige, with it. Uh, Paige five years ago was so good though. Yeah. I seen the matches. I've gone back. I've watched the all AJ right. Lee stuff and all okay. those things. She's all right. She ain't, okay. she's, she's a notch below. I think the women where they are now, I think sure. she would be right in that grouping. I think she was very good for what was happening then. But I think right. in, no, I, in today's, I think she's she's like in that mid tier. Okay, I, I I think she's more upper mid, like just just below elite. Okay, I'll give you upper. Mid. I'll give yeah. you upper mid. I'll definitely give you upper. She mid knows how to work a match. That that's that's all I'm gonna say. That so, I yeah. agree with. She yeah. does know how to work a match, and yeah. she she can you know use the microphone. That's for sure. Now speaking yeah. of the women here, well actually no, let's let's go and continue well, on with Ellsworth in that segment. So Ellsworth right. gets fired. Good that's segment. not gonna last. He'll be back I, unless that was his contract. His contract was for a month, and then that was it. It's possible, yeah. but unlikely, right? I, I actually tweeted. Uh, well, De- our buddy Dennis De- De- Dennis Farrell uh, tweeted about the Dogcast with with Ellsworth. So yeah, maybe maybe he's got a break at least, you know, so he can go back to that. I don't know. I don't know, man. I got I got to see. I'll, I'll ask Dennis. I'll he's, text him and I'll see because I I yeah, can't imagine him getting rid of him for Carmella. She he's kinda so helpful him. to her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, she, he makes. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. He makes her better. <laughs> like he does, he oh, he does. totally does. He totally does. He totally does. I mean, as, as Carmella has the the ways about the, the 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 chicken heel type of thing, but Ellsworth just plays it up to a different level. Yeah, and I know you're very excited about this, Tim. But uh, your your Irish lass kicker, <laughs> Becky Lynch. 
gets the W over Carmella. That's very exciting. So now he's uh, she's going to be going to SummerSlam. And I, I think it's time, right? It's time for the Becky Lynch uh, championship run here. I feel like she's, she's yeah. waited long enough. Don't you think that she's kind of deserves – she's been a good soldier for a long time. Oh, uh, well, she did. She, she won the first SmackDown title and then lost yep. immediately to Alexa. So uh, if they're not going back to Oscar, which I, which I think is probably the right call right now not to, the more I think about it because they've kind of run that a little bit for the course, I think Becky's the next choice to actually take it from Carmella. Although and, you, could keep, you could keep pissing off the fan base by having Carmella win that again. so uh, It's possible. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. The whole burying of Asuka is just sad. And Asuka is a terrible promo. I'm going to just come out there and say it. She shouldn't, there's another one who should never talk. You know, I just, I just don't, you know. And if so, reasons, can, but yeah. can't somebody just tell her not? Because it's not a language barrier because Nakamura talks. And it's, I have a hard time <laughs> understanding sometimes things that he says. But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because he says them with a certain kind of panache where she's just screaming at me all the time. It's like mm-hmm. somebody take all caps off. I don't, and right. she's screaming in weird places and weird emphasis, and I don't, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, but you can see like she's growing her hair out, and I think they're trying to glam her up a little bit, and I hate it. I hate what they're doing with her. It pisses me off. They're, they've, they've officially – they're screwing the pooch here with Asuka because – They already have. Yeah. They, they built her up so much, and ever since she lost to, to Charlotte, it's been this weird spiral – so I don't know what they're doing with this. It's just, maybe they are going to make her grow the dark side with this, like you said. So Maybe. I mean, if, she, if it's going to be her and Becky and they're going to turn her heel, I'm fine with that. That'd if that's good. what they're setting up, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's coming. I think that has to be what's coming. Um, I agree. Either I, I that or you have to turn Naomi, which I don't think they want to do either. Eh, eh, just not not have Naomi, no. um, but but yeah, but I I think that's the way they could save it if they do that turn. So and and Asuka as a heel would be awesome because she's done it before in Japan so much. And I think NXT, she's so. I think she might I I think she's like Nakamura in that sense too. I think heel Asuka with her set of offense and and what she does in the ring, mm-hmm. heel Asuka works better than face Asuka. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's just some people are just built like that. And yeah, I mean, sometimes you have those like the tweeners or the people who are bad, so bad that you love them. Let her be that again and, right. and let her get back to doing that because what you've done now is really put her in a box and it sucks. I mean, it just, it just, mm-hmm. it just sucks. Um, but going back to this triangle, we went from Ellsworth to Carmella to <laughs> Becky to Oscar. Let's go back to that Ellsworth moment there is we have Samoa Joe. Uh, choking out AJ Styles and me rejoicing there because I'm going to get to watch AJ and uh, Samoa Joe. Now, granted, they're a little bit older now, but I think the old farts can still go at it, and I'm excited about it, and I think that's going to be the one that might potentially tear the house down. That match makes me want to go to SummerSlam. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Well, we will be in the building, and I will, will be, yeah. I will be live uh, tweeting with you or chatting with you after during as much as I possibly can. But, yeah, that's, I'm so excited they went this direction. And so. it needs no build. Like, it needs right. nothing. That's mm-hmm. the great thing about it. And Joe's little promo after two seconds with Paige, so uh, you know, your pedestrian, what I just did was phenomenal. That whole thing was great. The writing was above bar last yep. night. Fantastic. Speaking of bar, the bar returned. Yeah. See that segue? <laughs> Yay! Yay! The bar returns. Uh, New Day beats Sanity, which we all knew was going to happen. And now you got sure. uh, the bar versus the Usos taking on New Day as we get this tag team championship. Who do you want to face the Bludgeon Brothers? I think it's the bar. Um, I think they'd be good fodder if, if they're not going to push them any further. I think the bar will be a good team for Bludgeon Brothers to beat and look credible because, um, you know, the bar is so good, as we've talked about in the show many times. I think <laughs> like you, you, sep- you separate Sanity from them because they're kind of redundant in the bad guy domination type of thing. So let, let, let new day and um, let, let new day and Sandy do their own thing again. 
So. I agree. I, I agree 100%. The problem is the Usos are on the outside looking in, and the Usos have been phenomenal. 2017 right. to me was the year of the Usos. They were just they everything they touched turned to gold. The great matches with New Day, great matches all the way around with, with the bar, bar. everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they, they would, and they would be jerking the curtain, and that was like, well, all the show's downhill from here. Right. So it's, it's kind of funny to me. And look, they've earned a break, uh, right. no doubt. I am not begrudging them the break at all. They've totally earned it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, okay. It, it, it's funny, too, to me how the bar has gone from the, the team where nobody liked to this team where everybody's like, hooray! Like, everyone's like, mm-hmm. they're, they're endearing, which is so funny because they're, they're two goons. They're goons, right. and that's why I love them. <laughs> and I've loved them from day one because they're goons, but I feel like, it's like now everyone else is getting on board. Well, think about it. We just talked about before. Randy Orton gets a long break. Happy right. to see him back. The bar gets a long break. Sheamus, I think, had some, some stuff with his neck to heal up or something. Now they're back. I think it's, uh, you know, um, you don't know what you got till it's gone type of thing. And the bar are just great workers. It's going to be a fun little match between them and the Usos for sure. And, yeah. and the championship probably. Agreed. So, I, and, and I think yeah. the bar versus Bludgeon Brothers would be, it'd be fascinating to see too because they haven't worked with a team quite that size. I mean, because even Gallows and Anderson, you know, right. Anderson's on the smaller side compared to Gallows. But sure. I mean, you know, to work with two big goons and they're two mm-hmm. big goons and, uh, I'm all for Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, you know, nobody's more pro Luke Harper than me, and nobody wants to see Luke Harper go as a singles my God. more than me. Luke Harper Cesaro singles match to preview it, please. Oh my God! Oh <laughs> my God! I think it How just crazy moved a little. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. 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 All right, and that'll bring us to our final segment where babies were being thrown and <laughs> new shows were being hoard. And that is, of course, Miz and Mrs., the return of the Miz. And as soon as Miz came out, you knew the baby was fake. I mean, you knew it wasn't a real baby. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see, like, how are they going to work in the whole fake baby thing? And I enjoyed Daniel Bryan's video package. I thought that was very funny. I liked how he took the velvet rope off and then crossed over instead of walking around the velvet rope or over <laughs> Polite, there were little polite. nuances there that were very, very good. And it's, <laughs> and I just, I actually, with the kiddies the other day on the network, we were flipping around. They said, I want to watch a money in the bank. So we watched 2013, I think it nice, was. Yep. And we just flipped it on randomly and it was great. It was RVD and Daniel Bryan. They really got to see like full on Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, wow, he's, he's crazy. <laughs> said, yeah. <laughs> and I think you're getting back to that point now where maybe things are going to start loosening up and him and the Miz for SummerSlam is just, <sighs> it's gold. I can't wait for that. I love the whole throwing the baby and then kicking him and all that stuff. It was just, it was just tremendous. Whole, well, well executed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it. I don't care how, I don't care if it's, you know, if it's an old rivalry, I, I want it back. Damn it. It's a good rivalry. It's two great performers. Why the hell wouldn't you want it? Right mm-hmm. now that SummerSlam card looks pretty good. Like I'm it's trying fast. to find the bathroom match and I don't know where it is quite yet. <sighs> Maybe the tag match, but that's even stretching it. Well, my six-year-old said to me, she said, if Bobby Lashley wins and he's going against uh, Brock Lesnar, do we just leave early? (laughs) They're your kids for sure. I was like, honestly, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I said, no, because you never know if Braun's going to come in then. And they were like, all right, okay, that's fair. Like That was was the saving grace. But part of me deep down was going, oh, God, please. (laughs) (laughs) but so so smackdown overall and and this goes back to the other thing give me a a a tight two-hour show man yep you know the three-hour show is tough and plotting and it's just Mm -hmm. 
I don't know, man. And, and you know what? The other thing I come down to is more wrestling on Raw. Let's start using some of the other undercard people you have a little bit more. Um, less talking, yeah. less reviewing of the video packages of a thing that happened 10 minutes ago. Just more wrestling. More wrestling on Raw. It's a three-hour show. Make it a three-hour wrestling show. Have some more feuds. Give some other opportunities for some other people to right. get seen. Mm-hmm. And you know, play up a little bit. Also, lost in the shuffle of SmackDown, I just want to throw this out there. Not that our truth is anything special, but I would like to see Ty Dillinger get one more big push. Yeah, he's worth he's worth another try, I think. And if he's the kind yeah. of guy that there's not enough room for him on SmackDown, move him over to Raw and give him the push. Right. You get more time. Give, you know, give, give him a weekly top ten to go with his ten gimmick with video or a video or something like that. Oh, I love that. See? God, you're so creative. <laughs> You're so good. We have we have we have brain cells and can write and stuff. We do. It's almost like we're professional writers for a living, and <sighs> and in sports and and I have a background in combat. I mean, come on. I mean, right. if we're not tailor made, I don't know why they haven't hired us already. It would be so good. Sam right. Roberts has the gig already. So, <laughs> you know what happens to idiots like <laughs> Sam Roberts? You know what happens to curly haired freaks? When you bring him up like that on the show, like Sam Roberts, do you know what happens, Tim Heaney? To you guys know what happens like Sam Roberts? Company ass, you know what happens? <laughs> they make the list. You know what happens to weird-looking guys? <laughs> you just made the list. <laughs> oh no! All right, so let's get to it. Let's Good get one. to our top five women at WWE slash NXT, the ones who are going to carry this evolution forward. Let's start yeah. with your top five here. Uh, go ahead, give it to me, Tim Heaney. What do you got? I definitely took a different route than you did with the meeting because I just thought the top five right now. Uh, All so, right, well, so yeah. well, your list is the top five right now. My okay, list is fine. the importance of this evolution of where they're going with it. Because I think that my number five would be higher if we went that way because Ronda Rousey is my number five. At the moment, best skill right now. Um, she's, she's close to rising up for sure. She, she's on a fast trajectory, deservedly. Uh, but you know, there's still nuances she has to pick up in the ring, but she's, she's getting there very much. And of course we've, we've, we've said how much she's improved in, in her first couple of matches and, and all that stuff. So definitely Rhonda had to be on this list somewhere. I'm going to put her there. Number five, uh, number four, Sasha Banks. Um, we've questioned where the storylines have been going at times with her, but of course her in-ring prowess, you know, pretty stellar still, and she can still tell a great story. She can still have all the, all the great high flying moves that she has. And her offense looks powerful for the size that she is. And that, that's that's tough to that's tough to put forward in most of these cases because she just knows how to work a match. And number three is very similar. I think that we're going to see. I, I think Kyrie Sane is due to win the NXT Championship, the Women's Championship from Shayna Baszler uh, at NXT Takeover. I think it's going to be her coronation. Uh, she she just you know the character work is is great. Another one where you do worry a little about the language barrier promos type of situation, but uh, <laughs> but. but, but but another one where but she's underdog- so damn cute. She's right. just well, so adorable. Well, there's a baby face factor there for sure. The underdog story, you know, she always has, she works like an underdog. She works like a baby face, but then she has the power moves as well. So, you know, one of the best Japanese wrestlers probably of all time. Uh, and, and, and it's working with the character, the pirate characters being bought by NXT. I think she can be cute enough where it can really kind of play with the main crowd as well and be great with kids. Like, like Bailey was supposed to do. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> well, I, I think that Bailey did that, but I think that, you know, it's just hard to maintain that in this right. era because you're in an era where everything is exposed and everybody really knows what's going on. And, you know, the, the, if the Attitude Era taught us anything, it's that everybody appreciates the shades of gray. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of 
that's the difficult sell to maintain a character of that face. Now right. they could do other things. And, and part of the thing that I think they failed at was giving her proper heels to go against. And sure. if they had turned her best friend against her in Sasha Banks, that would have been good for her. Well, they, NXT, they, NXT had done that already. So yeah, I know they had done it, but, but the main audience hadn't seen it. No, you're right. Absolutely. And, how, and what's the best, what's the best bail? You, you basically just made my point. What's the best right. version. What's the best Bailey work you've ever seen her do? Oh, of course it's, it's Brooklyn NXT, all that stuff. Yeah, right. Exactly. And the Kyrie Sane thing is that, 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 that differentiates her from Bailey is that she could be all cute one second and then just murder you the next second because right. she, she has that offensive set. So it makes sense to have her, I think, be one of those bigger, at least carry the NXT division for a while uh, when Shayna kind of comes up with Ronda because, you know, that they will have that eventually. Uh, number two, for the reasons that we kind of talked about before, Asuka's number two as a heel uh, because I think she could be that, that, Good big, caveat. that big monster again. But yeah, caveat for sure, but I'm going to go bold and say that they'll, they'll rebuild her after all this if they follow that trajectory. And number one, I think you're going to agree with me on this, on this one, I'm guessing, um, Charlotte Flair. Best, you know, she, she, she checks all the boxes. She, she might not be the best at all the boxes, but she checks everything the most effectively. You know, they're playing up the, uh, the pedigree there for sure, and uh, the, the Flair name has carried off on her, whether it be as a baby face or a heel. The, the, everything looks natural when she's in the ring. Uh, you know, working a match. It just she she has. She's also it, the oldest of most of them too. So there's, there's this is their window right. for her also. Right. Absolutely. You know, people forget that she came to this a, a bit later in life sometimes, and you know she's in her thirties already. Yeah. Um, I I you know now if that's Tim's version of the right now. Here's my going forward. Uh, my number five is Nikki Cross because she's different. I like and, that. And yeah. and I think that that's you know and, and what's my gauge always. My gauge is the little ones because, okay, are they going to like the freaky, weird, not pretty Nikki Cross? And they love her. They think mm -hmm. she's fascinating because she's not like anybody else. And, and, and I wouldn't say not pretty. I would say ugged up, I guess. Uh, right. Okay. And not that she's Make, not pretty woman. Makeup's down or whatever. She's, she's not yeah. made up. She's not right. prettied up. Made she's not down. dolled up. Right. She's there yeah. to look nuts. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. she, <laughs> she's just nuts. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? And she, she's so convincing and she's so good in the ring and everything about her works. And, and, you know, that question looms and I think this will loom for the company and Vince Sr. will always, you know, always have a, a, a problem with that, you know, excuse me, Vince Jr., you know, Vince McMahon, uh, the old boss. Mm -hmm. The problem is the, well, you know, can we make her a thing? Because she's not glamorous, this character, and the gimmick's not glamorous and all that stuff. But you know what? It, it, it'll work because she's unique, because she's different. And I think if they, they let her just continue to do what she's doing, mm -hmm. they're tapping into a whole other base uh, and a whole other thing about this the same way that us dudes like a big, scary, or weird-looking dude who's really good in the ring. The same thing can be said for the women. They don't all want them to look pretty. They don't all want them to be the iconics. Now, they like the iconics too, but mm -hmm. it, it's for different reasons. And, and you can't undersell that. And I think that's a very important thing. Number four is Oscar for the same reason as you, because I'm slightly less smart than you, but like right on the precipice because the Turner heel and she has a great heel run in the next couple of years, because I think the heel run with her and Charlotte again, you heel run her with Rhonda mm -hmm. Oscar's best path to becoming really relevant and to be back in the main event of things is to be a heel. And that's going to be an, a huge opportunity because Rhonda, Becky, Charlotte, they're all going to need somebody to work off of. And, Great you know, faces left, yeah. and Alexa didn't make my, my list because going forward, because I feel like she's already, she's already so established in whatever she's doing. Uh -huh. She will always be relevant, but I'm talking about like the, who's going to take it into that next chapter. And I, now the third one for me is Sasha, because I think they have yet to tap into what she's capable of. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and I think that 
Alexa they have. And Alexa was right on the precipice, but I wanted to put Nikki in because I want to talk about her because she's different and unique. Very important, yeah. I, I and, think Nikki is a good inclusion, yeah. And Sasha, for me, is somebody that they've, they've I think, taken for granted a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they haven't given her all the opportunity. And she's another one who checks all the boxes. And maybe she's not as big as Charlotte Flair and all that stuff. But I think with the right feud they can really push her to that. And I was hoping it was going to be Bailey. I'm still holding out for that, that fallout and that drama. Getting there. They're getting I, there. I think what you do is you put the tag belts on them and let that yep. deteriorate over time. And then one of them wins money in the bank and one of them wins the title. And then you square off that in a year in WrestleMania and you figure that out. Uh, they've got a long way to go with that and they're not going anywhere. My number two is Rhonda because you know what? I, I have to eat crow here. She's been terrific so far. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. I, I'm, I'm with you. And, and I think that if they're going to continue to build this, I think they can actually build it on her. I think every time she goes out there, she's better. And that's not something you could say about everybody. Uh, and my number one is Charlotte. You know, she's the one that they're putting this on. And it's hard to put that sort of pressure on somebody. But they're putting it on the shoulders of somebody who I think who can handle it in every way. Sure. She handles it in every way. I think she's the face. She's, she's tough. She's more mature she's you know she's a woman you know she's she i th- I feel like that whole that whole thing if you're gonna build the face of a women's division you want to put on the shoulders of somebody who can handle it and the fact that you know i always feel like there's more pressure when you're the kid of a legend to be a legend right and i think it's really difficult and the fact that she's as good as she is i think is remarkable especially coming to it as late as she did in life well, so yeah. she could actually get better if that's possible. The over work the next ethic's two years. totally been there. I mean, that's not a question. She's not. She's not. You know, writing coattails at all. No, not at all. No. And they, and they want to make her. They want to make her this. <laughs> the the '80s version of Hogan is what they want to make her. Yeah, it's about right. I think they want to make her that legend of. She's the marquee. She's the one you come to see. She's Charlotte Flair. She's the daughter of a legend, and she's all that. And 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 I think it works. And I think everybody buys into it. And I'll, it's hard to find anybody who doesn't respect her. She works a little clean sometimes, from my point of view. I always I always like to call her safe Charlotte Flair, because everything yeah. she does is very safe. True. And she shows a lot of the safety sometimes, a little much for my taste. But that's why she's going to be in the business. <laughs> than a lot but of then, other people but then there's the moonsaults too so you know, right and that, that and that you're 100 percent right picking she's her a, spots that's what it is she picks her spots for the big yeah. spots and the other spots she doesn't do too much where she's going to put herself in a bad position and i think right. that that's excellent but yeah. you know alexa bliss was right it's funny neither of us put alexa but she's terrific i mean yeah you know she's, and she's, she's good in the ring too She's made her way, and she's going to be there for the long run for sure. Uh, and, and like you said, it's just more like she's established now. She's good. I mean, a lot of, a lot of women miss this list. I mean, it's just a huge list now. I was like, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah, it's, Ember uh, Moon, Yoshirai. Shayna Baszler didn't make it because Shayna's awesome. Um, I, I, you know, Shayna and, uh, I, uh, and Nikki were the ones I went back and forth about. But yeah. the, the reason I put Nikki in there and not Shayna was, for me, it, again, it goes to unique. I've seen yeah. a lot of the badass tough women. In fact, Ronda's one of them right now. And, right. you know, Sonya Deville is kind of a version of that, too, a, a watered-down version of it, but still mm-hmm. a version of it. A uh, useful version, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I think somebody yeah. like Mandy could really do it, but I think they're kind of pigeonholing her right now. I don't see them. Yeah. yeah they've got to they've got to figure out. She's got to be more than just the sexy whatever. She's got to be badass, right. and she's got to be I'm, tougher. They need to, you know. And, you know, Becky didn't even make this list. Io Shirai is coming up. Obviously not there yet, but she's the one to watch for the next two years. Uh, Candice LeRae, Bianca Belair, Tony Storm. It's, it's a crazy list. Uh, and, gonna, and this is why they're worthy. And they're worthy yeah. of, of having their own standalone pay-per-view every year. For sure. A- and it, it gives the dudes a bit of a break, too. And it gives yep. the crowd a bit of a break from the dudes 
it's all around good and and good job WWE. Mm-hmm. They've been getting a, they get a lot more right than they get wrong. Now hopefully they'll get this universal title thing straightened out and I don't have to see Brock Lesnar ever again. And I want I want champion on my shows, man. <laughs> God, I mean, come on for God's sakes. Uh, again, you can listen to In This Ring. We're the champions. You can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at In This Ring, at Joe Pizapia, at Tim underscore Heaney. We always love to respond to tweets, so tweet at us your thoughts about the episode. We'll, we'll have at you if we think we're idiots, if you think we're so smart, which is probably what you think. Tweet at us. Either way, we'll get back to you. Of course, subscribe to us. You can catch us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud. My God, we are all over. We are prestige worldwide. We're the B team. We're the best. And, of course, uh, on Facebook, too, In This Ring. And, of course, we're a part of the In This League radio network. So check out all the InThisLeague.com stuff. And remember, kids, to be the men, you got to beat the men. And we are the men. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.